Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. I'm your host, Joy Keys. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. You can follow me on Twitter at Joy Keys. Also, you can check me out on Facebook, Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. And we also have a group now on Facebook. I would suggest you check out the group. You can get the announcements and also special prizes that are just for group members. So check out the group, same name, Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. I'm also on Instagram, Saturdays with Joy Keys. And you can email me. Guess where you can email me? Saturdays with Joy Keys at hotmail.com. I'd love to hear from you, questions, comments. And also, social media is where you will find out about the different contests and giveaways. So please check out the social media. You can check out the show on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, as well as here at Blog Talk Radio. I hope that you've enjoyed them and shared them with friends. Today is another important show I thought to have. I'm doing this show to spread information, but as I'm doing them, I learn so much. You can always learn something new. It's absolutely amazing. Did you know that every 180 seconds, someone in the U.S. has their life turned upside down by a blood cancer diagnosis? Absolutely amazing. I had no idea that this was going on. I have two specialists um, on the show this morning, uh, one who is dealing with having blood cancer and another one who is a social worker and representative of the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Her name is Jennifer Wilson. She's a licensed clinical social worker. Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning, Joy. Thank you so much for allowing me to be here today with you and Oya and your listeners. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time. And the person who was a survivor is on the line, and guess what? He's a father of three, and he's juggling two younger ones right now. Oya, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you, Joy. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm excited and uh, just happy to be Happy to be alive. It's a, it's a blessing, truly. Yes. Let's talk about that for a second. You know, I mean, when I saw that there's a survivor, I was like, what? Because I'm thinking, oh, oh, the person passed away, like when I was reading the story and they emailed me. Right. I'm like, oh, he's still alive. Let's start <laughs> at the beginning. You, you know? No, seriously. I, I mean, that's what my brain yeah. said. He's still alive. How did you find yeah. out about your diagnosis? Where were you? What were you doing? Uh, well, try to try to shorten the story. Um, I had been sick for for a few years, and uh, it started one Saturday, and I was having shortness of breath and all the symptoms of like a heart attack. So obviously, I thought that's what it was. I called the ambulance and uh, went to the hospital, and at that time frame. 
they diagnosed it as me having a panic attack. And so from mm-hmm. there just progressed, uh, you know, I was having what I call episodes, maybe like once every two months, then it progressed to once every month to every wow. week and so forth and so on. To eventually okay. I was having episodes daily. And I went to all kinds of doctors. Um, I chased it down any kind of way I could. I, I've seen every kind of ologist you could think of, zoologist, any kind of ologist, uh, trying to figure out what was wrong, and it was all coming back negative. So at some point I thought about my kids, and I just thought I was going to you know, fall out and pass out somewhere. So I tried mm-hmm. to get as much – I tried to increase my insurance policy. And when I tried to increase my insurance policy – they discovered the uh, unnatural, the irregular protein in my urine and in my blood. Mm. And, they would take an insurance so company, from, wouldn't it? You know, they're trying to protect yeah. their money. They would take an insurance company. Go ahead. Yeah, Go ahead. yeah. yeah it, that's exactly what I said. But it, it was through the grace of God that he revealed that. But it would take an insurance company because they're not trying to cover anything, uh, especially if it's pre-existing. And they told me to take that report to my primary. And, I mean, it was like, it, it was very speedy after that. It, I chased it down for two years. Once I took that paper, they did a urine sample. Then I went to a hematologist. He said, hey, uh, we're going to um, give you a, a bone marrow biopsy. Uh, he, just, he described what the cancer was, but he said, let's not get, you know, too, ahead of ourselves, let's get the biopsy. And when I got the biopsy, uh, um, the results back, it was the day after Christmas 2017, and that's when he told me. And I think it was um, it was a shock. It, it, I mean, mm. I really, I really blank. I, I, I kind of blacked out, and just all I could hear was, you remember Charlie Brown's teacher or mom or was like, yes, wah, wah, wah. yes, wah, 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 that's what yeah. the <laughs> That's what the doctor sounded like to me because I just was somewhere mm. else, and I just couldn't believe it. You know, I I had never been sick. I haven't had any major illnesses my entire life. Yeah. And now, all of a yeah. sudden, I got a cancer that he says is uncurable. So that's how I found out. Jennifer, is this a normal story? Um, Oya is talking about years that he went and went to many, many doctors and nobody could seem to tell him what was going on until he went to an insurance company. Is this a story that you hear? Sadly, I do hear that. Um, you know, people just are told, oh, you know, you have bone pain or joint pain. They say, well, go to physical therapy without running even a blood test or a urine test. and. Mm-hmm. In fact, if they had done even sort of the most basic test, they might have gotten a clue that something was going on. So certainly I do hear this um, more than I'd like to. And unfortunately, it's even more common um, in the black community who are, it's longer, it's longer for them to get diagnosed. And then there's also treatment delays. So I'm sorry. That I was going to mention that. Yeah, I was going to mention this issue of, you know, dismissive 
the pain that African Americans may be having and doctors um, dismissing the pain and what's going on, not really listening or hearing what the African-American patient is saying. This is not just with myeloma. I mean, we see this with African-American women and, and, and having their babies. Uh, we, we see this with, you know, sickle cell patients. They think they're drug-seeking. Mm-hmm. Um, we see this in many areas of the medical community today. Unfortunately, African-Americans are not being heard, not being believed. Well, oh, yeah, I'm so happy that you were believed and heard, um, and somehow the insurance company, you know, like you said, they want to find out. They they found yeah. out something for you in the, in the nick of time, you know what I'm saying, because you, you could have, you know, been going for a long time. Uh, Jennifer, I want to ask, how did you connect with Oya uh, to the LLS? Did he come to you? Did you go to him? How did you guys connect, Jennifer? So we, Oya and I have never actually connected. Oya is part of the our Myeloma Link program, and I am part okay. of the Information Resource Center. So we're in two uh, places, although I don't know, Oya, have you ever called the Information Resource Center? At, uh, uh, no, I, I, I've never called the Information Resource Center. Uh, I, I did want to, before I... Before I answer that question with my involvement with the LLS, I do want to touch back on what you were discussing about the African-American community. You know, it, this disease is more, you know, geared towards or, or, or susceptible prominent. in the African-American, mm-hmm. yeah, prominent in the African-American community. And mm-hmm. along with that, like you said, the diagnosis is uh, sometimes um, missed because of a multitude of different things. And in my particular case, uh, I actually went through three primary doctors because at some point um, they said I was a hypochondriac, thought I was, like you said, trying to get some kind of pills or prescriptions, and that wasn't the case at all. Uh, So what I would say to any of the listeners, whatever ethnicity you are, but especially African-Americans, be your own advocate. Because if I didn't keep pressing on this situation, who knows where I, I might not be on this phone call. So I did want to mm-hmm. say that. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's important. Um, Jenna, but, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead, Jennifer. I'm sorry. No. I, no, you added. Oh, I was going to say it's so important what Oya is saying about really the importance of getting an earlier diagnosis. So you don't want any of the blood cancers to continue to proliferate or go or or infiltrate your body more. So the sooner you get it, the less damage it has, and oftentimes it's easier to treat. That is true. Uh, can, you yeah. explain, can you explain, Jennifer, this, this acronym of CRAB? C-R-A-B, um, and how that is related to the, the blood cancer? Sure. So CRAB has to do, these are sort of what's a myeloma-defining event. And so the C in CRAB stands for calcium elevation. The R is renal insufficiency, which has to do with your kidneys and your creatinine clearance. 
anemia is the A, and it's um, anemia is the red blood cells, and when they're too low, that you have less hemoglobin, um, and mm -hmm. that is what makes you feel out of breath, which I think is what was going on with Oya when they thought he was having perhaps the panic, panic attack. Panic attacks. Yeah. Exactly. And the mm. B is for bony lesions. So it's these little lesions that you can see on an X-ray that make little holes in the bone. Mm. Um, and yeah, they actually look like snowflakes almost. Uh, and you had these, um, you had these symptoms, oh yeah. Yes, yes, I I have I have lesions uh, mainly on my rib cage, uh, multiple myeloma, and I, uh, tends to uh, attack the smaller bones um, mm -hmm. first. But um, I have lesions on my rib cage, uh, mainly my sternum. Uh, you know, with the therapy now, I'm experiencing some sense of, or some sort of neuropathy that comes with the side effects of the chemo. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, but I get the kidney check. Get, I get my kidneys checked, and all the things she said are absolutely accurate. I get my kidneys checked. I get blood work monthly. I take a chemo pill every day uh, until, you know, the good Lord calls me, and uh, yeah, yeah, and and so, you know, it's just a, it's a, it's a lot. It, it really is. It's, it's, it's a lot, um, but you know, you got to deal with, with the circumstances. But my, uh, they did catch mines, even though it was all those years. They did catch mines in stage one. Now this cancer only has three stages, but they did catch mines in stage one, which was you now another blessing. Uh, being yeah. though I was sick for like two years prior. That's definitely a blessing. I mean, um, a lot of times, like, for example, pancreatic, pancreatic cancer is hard to catch and it's usually like a later stage. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy that they found the stage one. Now, Jennifer, she was talking about chemo. Uh, what what are the treatments for this? And um is it everybody taking the pill, or is it more like infusions? Are you familiar with the different treatments? Sure, absolutely. So, some of the uh, some of the treatments are oral. Some of them are infusions. With myeloma, the best way to treat it is typically with a combination of treatments all at once. Oftentimes, when someone goes into their first remission, they have um, an autologous stem cell transplant where they would use the patient's own stem cells and then take them out, give the patient a very high dose of chemotherapy, and then rescue the immune system with their own stem cells. I don't know. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Wow. And, yeah. And so, go ahead. No. So I was just going to say, and newer treatments are being explored, newer combinations of medication. It used to be that you would get two. Then they realized that it was had higher efficacy if you had three. Now they look at four medicines. However, all of these come at quite an expensive cost. 
Yeah, I was just going to elaborate on uh, what she was saying. Um, so I started, my therapy was the Valcate uh, Revlimid Dex uh, uh, therapy first, which they normally call VRD. Um, and the one is a shot, the one was a shot in the stomach. Uh, and that went on, <clears throat> that went on to try to lower the number lower my cancer number so that I could even qualify to try to get a stem cell transplant, which I wound up eventually being able to do. Um, The stem stem cell transplant, uh, when I saw the um, doctor there at Hershey um, Cancer Institute, uh, the conversation was simply this. He said, hey, you know, you can stick with the one therapy, which was oral, and um, and you could just go with that and see how that goes. But research had shown that it was like 10-year windows. Research had shown that, you know, people that just did the oral treatment tend yeah. to live, you know, 10 years or less, and people who got the stem cell transplant, if they made it through, had 10 years or more. It doesn't mean it was all written in stone, every unique situation, but um, because I was younger when I had it, he said, hey, listen, you might even have to get this again down the road uh, because, you know, you're 47 years old. And so it was a, a, a really difficult process, but I think that situation is what helped me. As a matter of fact, I know the stem cell transplant helped me, but the only problem in my scenario is I have never reached remission. That's the only that's the only difference with my situation, and I started out at 34 percent with my cancer number. After I did all those things, it dropped down to two percent. And even though the goal is to reach zero, I just wasn't comfortable introducing more toxins, and, you know, therapies mm-hmm. and medicines into my body just for two percent. So yeah. Uh, that's that's what my current situation is right now. Jennifer, um, the LLS has a first connection program. Can you talk about that? Uh, the support first connection sure. program. So, when someone is newly diagnosed or at a point <clears throat> where they feel like you know, I really have to talk to someone who's been there, someone who gets it not someone who's mm-hmm. going to ask to explain their, what their diagnosis is or to explain what Revlimid is, someone who just knows it because they've lived it. So LLS has a large group of um, trained volunteers who will, at, at uh, a patient or family member's request, reach out to them, and it's just to have a phone call or two with someone who really has experienced some of the same uh, experiences. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, how about if um, I want to give the, the phone number, uh, I think it's 1-800-955-4572. Is that correct, Jennifer? That is absolutely correct, Joy. 
We're there Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 9, 9, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. We're also available by chat or by email at lls.org. And we're really the hub. So if we connect with someone, we spend time talking, we spend time listening, and then we connect them to the other resources, and there are many within the organization. Oya, how can people support someone going through what you have been through? What was the most helpful thing someone might have done for you? Uh, you know, I would – I mean, it takes it takes a ton of things. I think I would say um, just being there because at times there's really nothing people can do, if you know what I mean. Like, there, there's nothing – a person really can do to physically help you, but from a mental yes. standpoint, which I think is a huge hurdle that you have to understand in this whole process. It's not just the physical aspect of dealing with the cancer, but the mental thing. Um, you know, just someone listening, and, and, and even if they don't know, just someone listening. And then, of course, you definitely have to have a good um, caregiver or caregivers. Mm-hmm. Um that was huge for me. Uh, I had several in in my particular situation. I had two, so that helped out a lot. Um, but the biggest thing uh, I would say as well was uh, going to a support group um, that was there, and that is how I actually was introduced to the LLS. Is at the okay. support group at the uh, Cancer Institute. Uh, there was two young ladies that came in. And we're speaking about the different uh, stuff about programs with LLS, but at that time frame, they were speaking on the Live Strong program, uh, the Lance Armstrong program there. So I then got involved with that, and then I started it started opening up a whole different world of information as I was on the website. Um, there was a lot of programs that they had that, you know, as far as programs to help with co-pays, programs to help with, you know, gas travel. Um, I was able okay. to, mm-hmm. to get that help and that, that, that financial help. And, of course, it's not millions of dollars, but when you're in those situations, every little thing helps. Every little bit helps. So it was huge. And I built a relationship with them, and it just became a situation where it was very therapeutic for me, even though, I'm doing, you know, a, a podcast like this, and it's very therapeutic for me as well. So I yeah. vow to to give back by, you know, working with the LLS, and that's how I began. And since then, I, I've, you know, I've done tons of things with them, but they just have so many different programs, so much information. Um, and so that helped me as well as being able to research and get my own information uh, Firsthand. Yeah. You know, let me mention I, again that your your website is lls.org. It's the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. They have support there for patients, caregivers, for researchers. Jennifer, can you talk about this financial? Because I'm like you're saying, even a little bit of support financially might get somebody over the hump or get them to a doctor's appointment. Could you talk about that a little bit? Absolutely. But I just want to say, Joy, I absolutely love the way you asked Oya 
So what is it that helped you? And I think if people know someone who's been diagnosed with a blood cancer or myeloma specifically, saying, what is it you need? How can I help you? Because I think that will that makes a huge difference in the lives of uh, blood cancer patients. Mm. Um, in terms of financial support, so we have a copay assistance program that can help for people who have insurance, it can help with the cost of getting reimbursed for the premiums for the insurance, mm-hmm. helping with mm-hmm. very expensive treatments. But now it also can help, just as of March, with things like the copay for scans and blood work. And so we have a myeloma fund. It's very robust, and it's been very helpful to many patients. But we also have, at times, travel assistance. Sometimes it's national. Sometimes it's regional. We have an urgent need program, um, which is a program that doesn't help specifically with uh, medical needs, but it actually helps with the other needs. So... If someone is, you know, falls behind in their rent or, or gas to get to the appointments, et cetera. So that's a program that is applied for by the treatment team. We have patient aid, a one-time $100 just to help people get something, you know, to get to the appointments, especially at the beginning. Um, yeah. And then we also now have a scholarship fund that has recently started accepting applications. So there's a, a lot of programs, and we're always trying to get more because we <laughs> understand. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I that, that's the that. truth. That's the truth. You know, I, I, every organization can always use help. So if you are not someone dealing with the illness but you want to help, you know, financially you can help the LLS and go to the website and make a donation. Um, and I just want to mention your phone number again, 1-800-955-4572. Um, again, 1-800-955-4572. And the website is lls.org. What were you going to say, Oya? Uh, I just was going to say um, even when she was mentioning the different programs, they even at the start of the pandemic uh, created a, a COVID uh, mm-hmm. um, fund. And um, as I've done so many fundraisers with them, I will, I, I, I've done some research on other groups, and the LLS really does do what they say they do, say, they're, say that mm-hmm. they're doing. Um, the mm-hmm. money goes to research. Um, it helps with tons and tons of, uh, you, know, you know, this medicine is it's super expensive. Uh, these yeah. therapies are super expensive. Um, Obviously, when something like this happens, uh, cancer doesn't care where you're at in life. So, it, you know, it, your life just gets turned upside down, as you said in the intro. And the LLS, since I've been dealing with them, have, I haven't, I've seen all kinds of great things, met all kinds of great people. And so it is important for people to continue, if they can, because I know we're in hard times all over, yeah, you know, donate right, because right. it's super it's super important. It's, it's, it really is. 
I've, well, you guys I've, have I've, shared so much. I'm sorry, sorry, Jennifer, what were you going to say? No, I was going to say the research you mentioned, LLS has helped advance 85% of the blood cancer treatments approved by the FDA since 2017. And in 2020, it helped advance 14 of the 17 blood cancer treatment options approved by the FDA. So it, the research Well, it is, sounds like, yeah, you're doing a great job supporting this field that is definitely needed. I want to thank both of you. I'm sorry, we're just running out of time. Like I said, there's so much more we okay. can say. But <laughs> you guys have said, I think, a lot. Um, people, this show will be archived if you missed the beginning. Thank you so much, Oya, for sharing your story. And thank you, Jennifer Wilson um, from the LLS for coming on the show and talking about the LLS and the different services they provide. Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. You guys us. have a yeah, great you. weekend. Okay, you too. All right, thank you so much. I'll talk to you later. All right, right, bye-bye. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I just got off the phone with uh, Jennifer Lewis, uh, Wilson, sorry, from the LLS, and Oya, who is dealing with myeloma. He's a myeloma survivor, and he was sharing his story and what he was dealing with. If you want to reach the LLS, call 1-800-955-4572. Their website is lls.org. You can follow me on Twitter at Joy Keys. Also, check me out on Facebook, Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys, and on Instagram, Saturdays with Joy Keys. I hope you guys have a great weekend, and stay tuned. I have one more show coming up. Talk to you later. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A Teenager. Learning the Lingo. GOAT. G-O-A-T. Acronym stands for greatest of all time, as in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the goat. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.